This is the What If Podcast. Welcome to the What If Podcast. I am Ryan. <laughs> oh, <dear> God. <laughs> Uh, and I'm Spencer Ward Davis, and, and this, uh, this is the What If Podcast. Oh man, this with is, us with us today. Sorry, please bear with us. Oh <laughs> Jesus! No! We've got oh. our we've got our good pal Eric Mason with us. Hello. What's happening, dude? Uh, you know, I'm looking at pictures of bear <laughs> bear maulings. Yikes! And the reason that I fell apart in like seven <laughs> words of that introduction. Was because I was uh, unexpectedly shown a picture, a picture of a bear attack. Is what I'm going to say. A picture of a bear attack. What? Easy. That's what. So happened. today's question is: What if you were attacked by a bear? What if you were attacked by a bear? And rare. <laughs> and 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 this is this is not a a super frequent thing that happens, but it's frequent enough. I would say any amount is too frequent. <laughs> it's a frequent fear. It's it's true. A, it's, it's a, a commonplace yeah. fear. Sure. Sure. And m- one might argue it is it is one of the I mean things that are above you in the food chain is one of one of the reasons we have fear. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. It's one of the reasons we're afraid of the dark. Sure. Great it's just point. it's just that it's it just that uh like the actual per capita number of bear attacks in North America is not that high, but it's high enough as you said Spencer. It if is it's high at all possible that it's, it's going to be a scary. fear though. Like Yes. You can't rationalize. Well, I'm probably not going to get attacked by a bear because if you do, it's game over. Like right. you, there's not. You should do everything you can to not be attacked. by I, a bear. I have something later in, in the podcast that I'm going to bring up. That is uh, a national parks uh, campaign that they did related to bear attacks. That is a terrifying and be fucking kind of hilarious. Uh, that is related to this exact concept. So speaking of national parks. Yes, sir. Uh, one of the reasons we initially started talking about this topic was <laughs> this I, horrifying topic. Yeah. Holy shit. I, uh, I was recently in Fairbanks, Alaska. Well, you were in more than Fairbanks too, right? You, you were traveling Alaska. Was that was right? That what right. Happened? This, this story takes place in Fairbanks, but yeah, I was, I was the bear a, capital <clears throat> of the USA. This I was in a few different places throughout Alaska. Sure. Um, I was in Fairbanks and was at a bar and started talking to this dude at the table next to me. And I just asked him, like, we, we were talking, and most of the people I'd met to that point in Alaska either were not native to Alaska or would, like, spend summers in Alaska and mm-hmm. then be somewhere else the rest of the year. Right. This dude was stationed at the uh, military base in Fairbanks and had been for a few years. Got it. So I asked this dude, like, what do you do during the winter? Because especially in, like, interior alaska winter is very long and it's very cold yeah for the record we're, we're coming to you from minnesota which is long and cold and probably doesn't even remotely hold a candle to alaska well and also we don't have a full month of darkness Ugh. like there is a month Ugh. in the winter where the sun does not rise in fairbanks alaska nope no thank you so bye bye <laughs> i'm out so i was just curious like what during that time where most people would probably just kill themselves. Like, what do you do to not? Yes. So this dude was saying, like, I just, I started doing all the like typical outdoor winter stuff. Like I started skiing and I bought a snow machine or a snowmobile as we call them in Minnesota. Yes. Snow machine 
I feel like a snow machine could be a lot of things. It could make snow. It could help you. I, I picture a snow. snow blower if somebody says a, a snow, snow blower. Machine. Yeah, yeah, me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, but a snow machine to them is a is a snowmobile. Or like a machine that makes snow for. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Or, uh, yeah, ski. ski hill. Yeah. So he's like, I you know I just started like skiing and doing like hiking and doing <clears throat> snow machining. And he's like, and I, I this last year I started getting into doing search and rescue work. And I was like, that sounds crazy. <laughs> Search, search and rescue just like in the state of Alaska or in Fairbanks so, specifically or. So Alaska, a lot of places in Alaska don't have police. <laughs> cool. Because, well, cool. So Alaska. The, the state troopers basically act as police for like the entire state. There aren't a lot of like municipal police departments Got because. Because there aren't a lot of people. There's basically one actual city in mm-hmm. Alaska. Like Fairbanks. We've all heard of Fairbanks, Alaska. Right. After Anchorage, it's probably like the other place that comes to mind in Alaska. 35,000 people live in Fairbanks. How many people live in Anchorage? Do we know? Like 300,000. Okay. But it's over, it's over a really big area. Like downtown Anchorage is not, it's like, I don't know. Not that big. For our frame of reference, like smaller than downtown St. Paul on a Sunday night. Okay. Okay. So anyway, they, they don't have police in most places it's really hard to get emergency services anywhere because you can't drive most places most of those services are coming from some sort of centralized location yeah I would and imagine. so getting yeah. out into the middle of denali is not super easy yeah you've got to fly there or whatever so they rely a lot on search and rescue which is often just like a couple dudes who are willing at the drop <laughs> of a hat to go find somebody what a, what, what, a, what? Right. Like, what, a, what is your life? Right. What is your life? So, well, that was my follow-up question. I was like, how the hell did you get into doing that? And right. why is that something you wanted to do? I would so, imagine it pay. Well, I was, I was about I to know. say the sentence. I imagine it pays decently if, if, if there's like a rarity, which means there's probably like scarcity grades needs. So maybe it's paid for well, but like also maybe not, but also like to, to search and rescue for anything in Alaska seems like, not an easy job that people don't want to sign up for. So you might have to like pay people a decent amount of money to do that thing. I don't know. It's just All like right. a yeah. thing you can do. It's a thing you, know, you can do. Like, yeah. Like bush pilots are search and rescue. Like a lot of them yeah. are like the, the last line of supplies for sure. a lot of people. It's like radio battery, you know, like they are really important. They do search and rescue missions, but they don't get paid very much at all. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. To, yeah. To me, it sounded more just like, I need something to do for nine months out of the year. And this is like something that I enjoy doing Yeah, and is, is necessary. And people need to be sought out and rescued. Right. Sure. <laughs> and and I'm I providing here. some sort of, you know, public service for the greater good. Right. Okay. So anyway, I was like, that's crazy. How did you get into doing that? And he's like, well, this last winter I was up there in May. So this was probably just like a few months prior. Do you remember this guy's name? Can we give him a first name so we can talk about him? Or does he not want to have a first name talked about? I, I'm, I'm going to leave the name out for now. Let's give him a name. Steve. Steve. That's all. Search and rescue Steve. Search and rescue Steve. All right. Um, all right. So you're talking to Steve. So Steve says he's out snow, snow machining one day. Yep. And he was like two or three hours from wherever he had started. And this is in Denali National Park. Which okay is a huge nature reserve around Denali slash formerly McKinley mountain. Yep. Lots of bears live in this area. I would imagine. 
I don't know anything about Alaska, but I would imagine there are lots of this, bears. This there. is where the bears hang. Actually, out. I have some stats on that coming later. Okay, so this dude is out riding his snowmobile. He's a couple hours from any sort of civilization, mm-hmm. and he comes across these two guys, uh, father and son. The father is seventy-seven years old, and the kid is like kid. His son is like forty or something. And these guys are bear guides, which bear guides, what's right? A, what's a bear guide? I, I that was my first <laughs> Take question me to the bears. <laughs> well, yeah, basically. So they don't, they don't guide bears. No, they guide you too. They're bears. like, yeah. So these guys are actually like dogs that help bears who have vision problems <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> navigate the mountains. <laughs> 77 year old seeing eye dog <laughs> named Steve. Yeah, th- this guy was actually 11. He just in dog years. He was anyway. He was more. Uh, so he comes across these two guys who are bear guides. Bear guides apparently help people who want to hunt bears mm-hmm. find bears to hunt. So these are guys who know. Yeah, my first what question. Are? My first question was, why would you hunt a bear? I, I mean, I, I, as a guy who like doesn't hunt, I don't fully understand the concept of hunting like from jump. But I also feel like hunting a deer to me is like, well, yeah, I'm not going to die. Right. How a worst deer. case scenario, right. what's going to happen to me? Right. Is not the that worst case bad. scenario is I get bored as hell and bit by a lot of mosquitoes and like go the fuck home at the end of my day if right. I'm hunting a deer. Worst hunting case a, scenario is like a beer, a, a deer bucks you or something. Yeah. Which maybe which, break a rib. Which I have to imagine that doesn't even happen, right? Like people, but I don't think people get attacked eat, by deer, deer, right? Eat grass. Right. Yeah, they're right. No matter what, they're not trying to eat you. Right. <laughs> so these guys know the area very well. This dude is 77. He's lived there his whole life. And they were not out with a customer or whatever. They were, it was just the two of them out yeah. trying to hunt bear. They're surveying the barrier. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. And that's unbearable. Ugh. I, hate, I hate both of you right now. <laughs> So uh, that was just a grizzly punch. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I feel like you're just pandaing. <laughs> that's not even a real, but that's a marsupial. Yeah. All right. You, no, that's a bear. I, no, it, it is. It is a bear. It is Pandas a bear. Pandas aren't marsupials. No, it is a bear. I don't have pouches. It's not a science podcast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a science podcast. Oh, man. We are going to do so many more of these puns. All right. Go so ahead. the way that you hunt bear, apparently. Mm-hmm. Is this is winter, so bears are hibernating mm-hmm. in a den. Throw a hand grenade in. <laughs> you just go Seems pick like up this. some parts. <laughs> Seems like stuff, the safest way to do it. I killed it. Let's go home. You stuff them in a pillowcase. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm sorry. I, just really quickly, like when you're hunting a bear, do people eat bear? This yeah. is probably a dumb question. Absolutely, I, I think so. Yep. Okay. I mean, I, I think it's like half sport. Like, look at this shit. Yeah, but there okay. are there are people who. Survivalists who live in Alaska who hunt who, bear who like they'll keep you know like a watchdog and like yeah. bears will come and eat your dog. So if a bear, Whoa. if a bear comes to Whoa. your, if it, for real though, if a bear comes to your cabin and they're going to eat all the other meat you have stored up. Okay. So if a bear comes, you have to kill it. Yeah. Well, and, right. Yeah. And once yeah. you kill it and skin it, that's enough meat to help you survive like half the winter. Well, bear, yeah, that's like fifteen hundred pounds of animal. Yeah, depending on the bear. Yeah, that's an adult healthy bear you're eating good. For a, long time. It's a lot of bear tacos. <laughs> Ooh, bear tacos. Bear burgers. Mm-hmm. So the the way you get a bear out of its den so you can shoot it is somebody runs into the den. Singing a song. And I'm just you picturing just, like. You just go like, in there and you're like. 
Bugs booga, Bunny. Booga, 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 booga. <laughs> I'm just picturing Buzz Bunny, Bugs Bunny dressing up like a sexy bear <laughs> with like lipstick on and like showing some leg. <laughs> oh, Mr. Bear. <laughs> I'll see you outside. <laughs> so for whatever reason, it's determined that it is the 77-year-old man. His name is Glenn. I actually know his name. Okay. And we're going to put it out there because it's on the internet and this is public. It is on the internet? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Oh, shit. So people are going to be able to search this? Warning. Do not. If you're not ready to see something crazy, <laughs> don't search Glenn Bear Attack unless you're if, ready. If you, if you put Glenn two ends, if you only put one end, you get something different for some reason. Okay. If you put Glenn with two ends, Bear Attack Alaska. Dude, I'm doing it right now. But it's a, he, this, this is careful. Yeah. Be is careful. that the one that you showed me as soon as we opened it? it is. Oh, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. Okay. Not, so not if, if you want to see work. some entirely. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Anyway. Google that if you want to see some wild shit. This is why we're doing this question, by the way, because this shit is crazy. All right. So Glenn, the 77-year-old bear guide, runs into this bear den. Okay. And the, the, we're talking grizzlies, by the way. Yeah. Uh, runs Which we'll talk in more about later. And scared. I've never seen anyone so excited about stats. Dude, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it blew my mind. It You're blew totally my mind. All right, all right, all right. We got to get this fucking <laughs> okay, story right, out. Get the story. Go, 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 go. You can tell your stats in a minute. No, I'm just saying. All right, go. He runs in there, scares out the bear. The bear has been sleeping for three months, and some dude just ran up in its house yelling at him. You're right. Bear's not really into it. I imagine so. The bear starts mauling the ever-loving shit out of Glenn. I also imagine so. So this bear comes at Glenn. He shoots it twice. Bear doesn't really mind. Sure. Bear gets on top of Glenn and just starts going to town. Yeah. Eventually, the other dude, his son, whose name I don't remember, manages to shoot the bear off of Glenn. So he kills the bear. Let's give his son a name. Dave. Dave. Glenn Jr. Dave, Stephen, Glenn. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Glenn's getting his face ripped off by a grizzly. Woof. Dave is shooting at said bear. Does the bear need a name? Uh, Let's call him bear. Okay. <laughs> Dave is shooting at the bear. No, bear. Dave is Dave shooting, is shooting at, bear. at bear. The bear's name is Bear. <laughs> and eventually kills Bear. R.I.P. Yeah. Bear. Yeah, R.I.P. Harambe. <laughs> and Harambe. Harambe. <laughs> so Bear is dead. Immediate threat neutralized. Yes. Goes over to look at his dad. Oh, Glenn. God. Glenn's entire face is gone. Dude, I can't. Can and you... I, I don't, I don't like. That sounds like an exaggeration, but if no, you, I saw this the, would be the point in the podcast where you might want to Google Glenn Bear Attack oh Alaska. God. You also might not want to, though. Yeah. This warning, just, it's extremely <laughs> gruesome. Like, I can't convey to you how gruesome it is. It's pretty grisly. No matter what I say, <laughs> you're going to be surprised. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, dude. I did it again. Holy so, shit. So, hold on, hold on. For those of you that are gr- Oh, <laughs> For those of you that also, are Also, Glenn, if you're listening, I'm sorry we're laughing. <laughs> no, okay. This this story can be told because Glenn is okay oh, somehow. man. Glenn did not die. No, He's no, no, fine. no, no, no. Glenn is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you're Googling this right now, Googling, if you're putting this in your Googler, there's one, oh. you're going to see two pictures. One is a close-up of a man that literally, it's just like a red mush with where an, his face with, should be. With an eyeball. That, that one's going to immediately get your attention, as Ryan has just discovered. 
If you look at the second photo, it's a man sitting on a snowmobile next to a dead bear. When I first looked at that photo, I thought it was a dude with a ski mask on. But if you zoom in, that is just a human being with no face. There's just like a brownish, reddish, like oval where his face should be. So that the bear literally ripped his entire face off. Like his oh, eye, his dude. eyes are gone, his nose is gone, his mouth is gone, his ear is in his hand. He's holding his own ear. Can you see that in the picture? I'm gonna throw up in your fucking <laughs> recording studio right now, dude. Just throw up off the mic. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's gonna be for for effect. So Glenn is alive, but he's literally missing his face. Okay. His first thought is prop me up next to this bear and take a picture. I'm gonna want to remember this shit. Right. <laughs> So even though I don't have eyes anymore, I'm not gonna be able to see this. He's got one. Just show my grandkids. He's got one down like by where his chin used to be, dude. Dude. So this is the point in the story where Steve shows up. Yeah. So he's snowmobiling along, snow machining, snow machining along in the middle of nowhere, Alaska. For the record, Steve was not called on a search and rescue he was mission, not even, working. even though this is what he's doing. No, 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 no. This is he what was got not, him into it. He was not even working search and rescue yet. He was just out, like, oh, killing time on a Saturday. shit. Okay. This yeah. is what got him into this. He was like, film. I don't have oh, shit to do today. Shit. I'm he was like, go. I'd like to see more of faceless dudes. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. This, this, this was his help, answer to- help more faceless dudes. This God. was his answer to, why did you start doing search and rescue, was this story. This dude is a nutbag. So, Steve comes across- where he thinks he's going to see no people. He's just out snowmobiling around. Yeah. He comes across a 77-year-old man with no face. Ugh. There's blood everywhere. There's a dead fucking 1,500-pound grizzly laying on the ground. And then there's this, like, 40-year-old dude. The other part of the story is that, so Glenn and Dave rode their snowmobiles out to where they found this bear. Right. One of their snowmobiles broke down. Okay. So they now have... Two snowmobiles for three guys. And they're two hours from the next, like, closest anything. Right. Steve comes across these guys. He's like, all right, you're still alive somehow. We've got to get you to help. Mm -hmm. You don't have a snowmobile. If you did, you wouldn't be able to drive it because you can't see anything. You'd run into a lot of trees (laughs) when you're (laughs) faceless and bleeding out. You'd probably drive right back into that bear den. Yeah. So (laughs) Steve has to throw this faceless 77-year-old man onto his snowmobile and drive for two to three hours back to the lodge that they had started from. And then they have to wait another three hours for, like, How did this dude not bleed to death? Like, I I have have no idea. I have, like, there's got to be partially the cold, right? Oh, that's a good point, actually, that you're so that, cold. Well, yeah. because We're getting into science territory again. Where that's I okay. Have we, no we can, idea what. We, we can be stupid about science, but I would imagine, like, in any cold temperature, blood's still going to freeze. So that would actually, like. Oh, I don't know if it freezes, but it's it's not as. Well, if it's exposed, it would. Blood freezes. If you don't it's have a exposed, liquid, right? Yeah. Well, no, though, because you're, you're pumping new blood. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, like, the, like, in the, the same the, way that the blood. Exterior. Well, yeah, like in the same way that like blood coagulates by like creating a barrier at the edge. If your uh-huh. blood is, if your blood is, no, 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 I'm serious. Like if your blood is I'm just f- barrier, <laughs> oh, God damn it. God damn it. his face got a little bit barrier. Oh that day. no. But, it, but if your blood, if your blood is freezing on its way out of your face, I mean, if it's, if you're in Alaska, it's what, also, it's definitely also, below freezing. How much blood did the guy really have? 
Enough, apparently. Do, do you have less blood when you're old? <laughs> I don't know what that means. You run out, right? Do you? That's, yeah, that's why you die. It's a finite no, source. That's why, well, that's why you die. You just run out of blood. <laughs> oh, oops, I'm out. But that is the amazing Bye. thing that he didn't bleed out. There's, there's got to be something about... Maybe well, the way that the bear was attacking him. Well, if, if I would also you imagine s- you don't have you don't have like you don't have main arteries and veins in your face. Like well, that's that's the, I, I would imagine if dude uh, had gotten under his jaw and gotten like to his neck, that's he'd probably the crazy thing though, because he's like right. within an inch of his jugular and within right, an inch that's of, what I'm saying. of cracking open his skull right, and his right. brains fall like right. an inch in any direction, and this dude is just out of here. Sure, that bear wanted to fuck him up as badly as he possibly could right. while still living. Yeah. And, and and got right to that face. Woof. So I, Woof. That's basically the story. Okay, wait. He that's barely not the story. Ha- he barely had any face They got left. back to Anchorage? Or not Anchorage, Fairbanks. They were in Fairbanks? I, I don't know. This, I met this dude in Fairbanks. I don't, this was somewhere in Denali, which is anywhere of like a million square miles. I believe. So I don't oh, know. God. I got the picture again. <laughs> I keep looking back at my computer and fucking up. Oh, God. Control W, dude. Get, I that, know. get that tab out of there. I meant. Um, I'm gonna is make it, that your background. Is it potentially Juno that happened around? No, I mean, the Denali is like the park. There are no cities for like millions of acres, so they're just somewhere in. I think part of what's ha- what's going wrong with my Google right now. Oh nope. A 77 year old bear hunter is recovering from injuries suffered when he was mauled by a grizzly. Does it say where specifically? Oh my God. Wait. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. When were you in Alaska? Uh, Middle of June. This happened in April of this year. Oh shit. This happened. Yeah. The, the news article on KTVA, which is Alaska's fucking news happened this article was posted on at 8.31 p.m. on April 18th of 2016. That doesn't mean that's when it happened. That's just when the article was posted. A 77-year-old bear hunter is recovering from injuries suffered when he was mauled by a grizzly. He's Alaska State Troopers on Monday identified the hunter as Glenn Bone of Wasilla, Alaska. Well, okay, well, there you Troopers go. just after 1.30 p.m. took a report of a bear attack near so this dude Mile 68 on Denali story. Highway. Had just experienced this like two months prior, I guess. Holy moly! The bear was, and then within those two months, decided to start doing search and rescue work. Oh, the bear was like that killed. had a positive outcome, uh, positive effect on him somehow. Wow. The bear was killed by Bones' hunting partner, aka his fucking son. Wait, what? Okay, so his kids is his kid's name in the article? No. All right. Bone was driven by a snowmobile to the Denali Highway. A Life Med Alaska helicopter flew him to an Anchorage hospital. Damn. Wildlife troopers and employees of the Alaska Department of Fish and Game and Friends of Bone removed the bear from the field on Saturday. Imagine the patience you'd have to have. You know, you have as a, a dying human being. You, you mean you know what just happened to you? you dude, have, and you have a two-hour snowmobile ride. I would have cardiac arrest. He said he was sure. like Steve said the dude was like cracking jokes. Like, oh, I guess I shouldn't have messed with that one, this huh? Dude doesn't even have a mouth. How is he even? I don't, speaking? I, that was my first question. Maybe he just heard like the tone of joking. <laughs> It's this guy behind him like, Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That sounds like jokes. Oh, man. It doesn't sound like trauma. It sounds like jokes. I like this guy. Oh, man. Good one, Glenn. 
<laughs> sounds like a Muppet, dude. Yeah, it does. It does sound very Muppet-esque. <laughs> so, so, so is, the, is the moral of the story that Glenn is alive? Oh, yeah. They Can, get, he, he went John Travolta on the bit, and they gave him a new face, and he's... he's <laughs> I like how the moral... He's is, alive and kicking. The, the, Not the moral, moral is, I guess. What have we it, learned? Well, Glenn is alive. <laughs> So if you feel like running around in Dude, the guard, the, the, the story is Glens are invincible. Yeah. <laughs> Just change your name. Just change your Once name. Once again, we're getting into the, the realm of science here. I'm pretty sure Glens are invulnerable. Holy Only shit! Only with two ends, though. Man, brutal, brutal. All right. So there's there was the impetus behind this episode. What uh, what bear facts could you barely wait to share with us? Oh God! I mean, I know just give I made us, the just first give us one. the bear necessities. <laughs> I, I I hate I hate everything about all of these bear puns. I really th- I really think <laughs> like I want to stop until we put a moratorium on bear puns until we like finish like the, the problem, until you blew us out of the water with oh. your uh, with your bear puns. I was gonna say to die in a fire. I was gonna say fire. The problem the problem with bear puns is that there's only two of them. <laughs> there's bear and there's grizzly. Mm. There isn't really any more. Than and that's, even those two are kind of like polar opposites. Oh damn! I stand corrected. There are now four. Dude! <laughs> Dude! God damn it. All right. I'm done, for real. I, I, I guess... Hit us with the bear facts. Okay, so so to go back to, like, the, the question spawned by that horrifying story, <laughs> what if you were attacked by a bear? What if you were like, Glenn? What if you were Glenn? I, I don't know. Um, I have a wiki article that I'm going to pull up. It's not a Wikipedia. It's a wiki how article, which is so much worse than Wikipedia. Yep. And has the most hilarious bear attack illustrations I've ever seen in my life on <laughs> we'll it. We'll put those in the show notes. We will for you put guys. them in the show notes so you can link to them, and I'll just briefly discuss it. Um, that that discusses like the what you should actually do shit. But I think it's interesting to know based on this specific attack and related to that picture that you may or may not have seen of Glenn's pay, Glenn's face. I think we'll link or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. I think we'll link to it in the show notes, but I don't think we're actually going to put it on the site because if you yeah, want to see it, you should see shit. it. But like. Yep. We're going to make you click. You to don't want to spring that on someone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool episode. Oh God. <laughs> um, so, so what I think is interesting. All right. Uh, wh- what do you think? What do you think the largest bear in the world is? Uh, grizzly. It is grizzly. Like by, uh, by mass. Okay. Oh, like what's the, what's the actual weight of it? <laughs> yeah. So I, like 1800. Uh, yeah. They say 14 here. Okay. And and roughly a potential height of up to like six foot eight. And that's when it's average. on its hind legs. That's average. That's not that's, average, that's, actually. That's like the record. That's the well, that's like the top end. So basically the way that this says it is between two hundred and twenty at their like youngest to fourteen hundred pounds. And at their tallest, they're roughly about like on their hind legs, six foot eight. Okay. So in contrast, the American black bear averages so at about an average is only like 240 pounds and i say at only really yeah and i say only in the way that um you know only that's that's like a large 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 grown man i mean 240 right. pounds is a very large grown man yeah but, but it's also like 15 percent of a fucking grizzly right the kodiak bear is is far and away the largest bear that exists in the world i mean uh apparently like full-grown polar bears can get up in like the 900s range Okay. Um, but they're not like, they don't hold a candle to a full grown male Kodiak bear. Kodiak and grizzly are apparently the same thing. I, I went down a real K hole of trying to figure out brown bear Kodiak. Apparently like brown bear is like a, is like an umbrella name for a lot of different types of bears. It just means like a bear that is brown. 
Not not like purely based on color, okay. uh, but yes, but it's like, not sort like a of. scientific. N- not exactly, not exactly. Okay. But but like Kodiak is a type of brown bear, and there are different types of brown bears that okay. like only exist in Asia and only exist in like other locations, whatever. But like Glenn's story makes a lot of sense because in Alaska there are thirty one thousand grizzly bears in the yeah. state of Alaska. Which, granted, Alaska is fucking huge, but, like, the chances of you running into one if you are parlaying your ass out into the middle of fucking Alaska. And running into kids. Well, yeah, also, if if you're seeking them out, you up your chances a little bit, too. You're you're a little more aggressively trying to find a grizzly bear. But see, okay, so this is what doesn't make sense about me, too, Glenn and his whole thing. And, like, I know that, like, there are not a lot of black bears in Alaska. Black bears are much more readily found in North America, in, like... Canada in like the lower US. So just real quick, what so brown bear is like not a specific species. Is black bear? Like black what? bear is yeah, a specific is a species. species. So, okay. Yes. And, and that's their actual bear. name. The American black bear is what they call it. And okay. it's all across North America in Canada and the United States. Okay. And 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 just to contrast it, so there are, a, the, the, and these are estimates and like, I, apparently this shit's pretty hard to track actually. Like there's not a lot of good data on this cause they can't really most know. Most people who have studied bears have gotten eaten by <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. Most, most, <laughs> most people who study bears don't have faces anymore. So they don't write a lot of papers. Um, but, um, but apparently in, in North America as a whole, there's about 900,000 black bears compared to Damn. about 200,000 brown bears. And that includes other species of bear outside of the grizzly bear specifically. Okay. So fewer, so fewer grizzlies, fewer brown bears, but still, um, but still a lot of them. And in Alaska alone, if there's 31,000 of them, I kind of feel like if you're like out and about, that's like if the entire city of Fairbanks were bears, mm-hmm. 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 what if the city of Fairbanks was bears? <laughs> what if, what if they were, what if they were all bears? <laughs> Um, even like the buildings and stuff, just all, yeah, that city would have trouble being a city anymore. (laughs) Well, I think it would barely qualify as a city. Oh, Jesus, dude. (laughs) And you did put the marsupial one in there too. Cause you said koala. Holy shit. It's almost as if you had that written down and I know you didn't, but that is definitely did not. That is awful. I had zero notes for the show other than that story about the awful. Uh, I did. I did find a website, by the way, uh, which I don't understand why it exists, but it does. And uh, the whole the whole mo is called Ask a Bear. I actually, I looked at that. Did site. you find that? Yeah, yeah. That, that one and uh, WiseAboutBears.org. dot org. Also were this. My <laughs> also this. Also this. But apparently, someone thought it was a good idea to create a website where, like, if you had any questions about bears and bear attacks, they would just be like, "Just ask a bear," and then I'll write from the first person persona of a fucking bear. You guys ever, uh, you guys ever mess with the Twitter account? I am a bear. Uh, I have not. Oh man! All right, tell me now. Tell me Sorry, more. go on and I'll, I'll pull up the, the Twitter account. It's, well, it's gold. So I guess part of what I was wondering, so like you told me the bear, 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 oh, fucking God damn it. I was just going to say the bare minimum. And now I'm like really, really upset about the fact that I even had to say that sentence. You told me that you talked to a dude in Alaska who interacted with the dude who had a vicious bear attack, which is like the extent of knowledge I had before going into this episode being like, all right, don't tell me anymore. I just want to like, know. I want to hear the story like on the podcast. Um, so I did a lot of looking into this without having knowledge of that specific story. So I looked into like bear attacks as a whole. And part of what I wanted to know was like, 
a why the fuck do bears attack people? And granted, in Glenn's story, if you run up in their I, motherfucking house, yeah, I think they're that, probably going to get attacked by a bear. Because that bear was justified in its actions. A thousand percent. Grizzly yeah. bears don't want to be found. I mean, they're not hunting. That's why they right. hide in caves for right. most and a lot of the, of the year. national so parks material. Them, that just that demonstrates how common they are. Right. And a lot of the national parks material says that like there aren't really in any capacity, not in any capacity, but in like the rarest capacity, there aren't predatory bear attacks, whether it's brown bear or black bear. They don't, they're not predators for people. I've actually heard the the opposite about black bears. I've heard, I've heard grizzly bears are very territorial. And if if you're getting attacked by a grizzly bear, you probably ran in its house with a shotgun or you got near its babies. Yeah. But that black bears, if they are hungry enough, will try to kill you and eat you. I guess that's, I guess I'm not saying that's not possible, but I, but what I read was basically that like, even though, even though that's a possibility that the most, most attacks are related to like walking into a situation with a black bear where you didn't want to be there uh-huh. or you were like, oops, sorry that you were eating a deer right now. And I came upon a clearing where you were eating a deer. I'm going to fucking run away. And then that black mm-hmm. bear was like, no, you're not. Cause I'm going to eat you too. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I guess maybe it's, I, I guess maybe, I, I don't know. I, that's I've, still fairly aggressive though. Cause that's like, you're not posing a direct threat to it. Right. I guess, I guess maybe more what I'm saying is what, from everything I've read, it's not like black bears, like hunt a group of people. No. Like black bears are not like hunting hu- like well, groups of human beings. Bear attacks on humans are extremely rare in general. Are they not? They are yeah. because, because for the most part, um, because for the most part, bears don't necessarily eat meat. They do, but they're omnivores. They eat a lot of twigs and berries and leaves and shit. They also twigs? eat meat. Yeah. They eat sticks. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent, dude. No. Nothing 100%. eats sticks. <laughs> you don't eat sticks. Of course you eat sticks. <laughs> termites eat sticks. Of course you eat sticks. Termites are not bears. Here's the question. Yes. What if termites what if were termites bears? Termites were bears. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you get termites? <laughs> <laughs> so much worse. Bears are so much worse than termites. Uh, real quick interjection. Yes, sir. Uh, Tweets from a single bear on Twitter. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Two days ago, I am a bear. Nothing has eaten me yet, but that does not mean something will not want to eat me later on. Anything could eat anyone anytime. I am a bear. (laughs) You got to close it with just reaffirming your species. Hello, I am a bear.com, by the way, if you want to check out more more tweets from a single bear. Um, just to contrast uh, consumption, so a black bear needs to consume about twenty thousand calories a day. Oh, so, oh, sorry. What? I clicked on hello. I am a bear. dot com. Is a blog maintained by a bear? <laughs> so more first person bear. Ask a bear. Yeah, apparently that's a thing on the yeah, internet. All right. Uh, his most recent blog entry from just yesterday. It looks like is titled product review. A thing I found in the dumpster near the fence with the hole in it that I fit through. (laughs) Oh my God. Gold. Gold. I am a bear. Just reaffirm your species whenever you need to. I am a bear. All right. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You don't have to be done. We're here. We're here for it all. But I just wanted to, okay, so talking about like diet and shit, because this is one of the things I thought about, like when a bear attacks a human, whether it's predatory or defensive, what are they doing and why are they doing it? Sure. So black bears consume about 20,000 calories a day when they're putting on weight in preparation for hibernation. So they hibernate during like the fall and winter months 
It's usually like three to four months. And during like the summer and early fall time, like late summer, early fall for roughly like two to three months, bears are consuming like an insane amount of food. Everything. Can I, can I yeah. ask a, a quick question about hibernation? Sure. And this is just I don't I'm, know if I'm going to know it, but I'll totally fake we, an we answer. We could ask a bear. Dot biz. That's yeah. true. Well, so this is just an area of ignorance for me. Yeah. When you, any creature hibernates, mm-hmm. it's not a. Is it a three month nap, or or is it just three months of being in a cave, most of which is spent sleeping? There. Yeah. The latter is as far as it's, I understand. It's not it. like they're, they're not have like the ability to entirely like kind of half die. No. 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 Well, sleeping for three as far as animals, animals do though, right? But they're not like they have to like piss and shit and shit. Not all animals not if have to though. Not eating or drinking. Like some amphibians can literally just like turn themselves off. That's what that's I guess that's my question. Okay, because like, I don't think so. Now, in, now I don't know. In the case now, of bears, now the answer that I told you, I promised you, I would fake for you another, is probably no. This is another true. case where listeners are screaming at <laughs> you. Fucking you, idiot, fucking moron. Bears don't have an off switch. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> If they did, Glenn would still have a face because oh. <laughs> he would have flicked that off switch. The bear found it, Glenn's off switch. Be, it, oh, evolutionarily, sad. it would be hard to find bears off switch if they had one. That's true. <laughs> um, but as far as I'm aware, I feel like bears are still like stirring and moving a little bit and like doing some things because they also have like cubs that at that time sometimes too, right? Okay. You seem like you found something. I, I just Googled. What is hibernation? Okay. Well, <laughs> that's a start. That's, that's more than I know. So. Hibernation is a state of inactivity and metabolic <clears throat> depression in endotherms. I'm already lost. Hibernation refers to a season of heteriothermy. Jesus. Wikipedia. Characterize- Don't blame Wikipedia for you not knowing words. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. Fair. Yes, we can. Great point. <laughs> It's characterized by low body temperature, slow breathing and heart rate, and low metabolic rate. So it is kind of like a self-induced coma. Okay, sure. Yeah, hold, hold on. Oh. Although traditionally reserved for, quote, deep hibernators such as rodents, okay. the term has been redefined to include animals such as bears and is now applied based on active metabolic suppression rather than based on absolute body temperature decline. Okay. So it sounds like they're able to just lower their activity, but they can't decline their body temperature to a point where they don't and lower their metabolic rate to a right. point where they can survive without like with their eating. fat stores. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the way that they get to those fat stores is for black bears consuming 20,000 calories a day, which is 11 to 18 pounds of food every day for the couple months leading up to their hibernation period for grizzly bears who are massively larger than black bears on average. Uh, they require closer to 58,000 calories a day, which is more like 30 to 50,000, excuse me, 30 to 50 pounds of food every day in their preparation period for hibernation. That's like so, eating a whole Rottweiler. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Every day. Yep. Like whole. Yep. So adult bears can, this is again from the Wikipedia article on hibernation. Mm-hmm. Uh, adult bears can, however, lower their metabolic rate 75% below their normal rate. And most northern northernmost bears will neither eat nor drink for periods as long as eight months. This is kind of like what, what people attribute what? to like monks. People say that, you know, if you think hard enough, you can you can meditate yourself into a, a you know, a lower metabolic rate. Or yeah, what, yeah. If, what if... Monks were actually bears? Or what if bears are actually the most spiritually advanced <laughs> beings on the planet? Yikes. <laughs> yeah, they're not hibernating, they're so, meditating. So they're going up to eight months without food or water. 
I don't think eight months doesn't seem right. Well, though. but they have food and water. It's just, it's just that they choose to not go get it. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, a, it's they carry it on their body and then they're 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 not eating or drinking for eight it's months. Not, it's not going right. through their mouth. Right. It's already in their sure. body somewhere. It's like camels, right? Yes. What if bears had humps? They do, right? I mean, that, I, that's, I, mean I don't know. Ostensibly, when, when I don't think they're like I don't think they're like as visible as camel humps. But I think, like I think whole, they are. If you if you if, when, a, when a bear is preparing for hibernation, they get this huge fat hump on their back. Whoa, that's like what they access while Whoa. hibernating. Whoa. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look that up. Um, I'm going to look that up while we're on our break. Uh, we need to take a quick break here. Just don't search bear hump, but you get a bunch of scenes from the Revenant. It's Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be, it's going to be Leo having sex with a bear. Well, actually, you know what? I mean, Do, unless you're into that, then go nuts. That's your thing. Yeah. Search away and yeah. see, and see what's what. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to lose all the bestiality listeners. Yeah, for real. Um, <laughs> yeah. Spencer is furiously uh, searching this topic. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about another bear attack outside of the Glen attack uh, with a black bear, not a brown bear. And uh, we're going to talk about some more stuff about how to actually survive a bear ta- attack. Should you ever get in that situation? Uh, we'll be back in a quick second. We want to hear from you. Send us a message. Email hi, that's H-I, at whatifpodcast.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 612-246-4614. And now, back to the What If Podcast. Hey, welcome back. Uh, this is the What If Podcast. My name's Eric Mason. And Mason! I'm joined here by my good friends Spencer with Davies and Ryan Copperman. Oh my god. Hey, dude. Uh, da, da. Hey, dude. Thank you so much. That was like a really good bring back. Well, yeah, well. Well, do you do this professionally? Because it fucking sounds like it, bud. Well, it depends on uh, the yeah, definition. I, I no, it doesn't. You have everything. Um, <laughs> and I love you. Uh, we, But we, he's right. And we are back. Uh, this is the What If Podcast. Thanks, Mason, for, for introing us. Got you. Thanks for hitting your pop yeah, filter. Yeah, stop punching your fucking microphone, bud. I can't help it. <laughs> I hate it so much. I just want to fucking hit it. <laughs> No, um, we are back, and um, and if you're mad about me punching that uh, that sound filter, uh, that pop filter, and you want to tell me that you're mad, um, we have a couple ways that you can do that. We have a couple ways that you can tell us nice. a lot of things, actually. Killer segue, um, bro. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. I almost fell off my segue, but then I didn't. Um, nice. You can hit us up with uh, with an email at hi at whatifpodcast.com, H-I at whatifpodcast.com. Send us a what if suggestion. Send us a guest suggestion. Uh, send us a smart remark or a joke. You can tell us we're fucking idiots for all of the send bear stats we've of, gotten wrong so far. Send us pictures of your butts. You, if you want to send us pictures of your butt, I guess that's yeah, a dude. thing you can send us at hi at whatifpodcast.com. You can also give us a call if you want to tell us, if you're so angry. If that you want to tell like, us about your butt. If you want to tell us about your butt and you want to do it with your voice. I'm mad about my butt. <laughs> I'm, mad, I'm mad about my butt. I want to tell Brian's you. Brian's microphone sounds like my butt. I'm mad at my butt. Um, if you want to tell us how you feel, you can actually give us a call and leave us a voicemail and if you are angry about um about about my butt your butt our butts what's that phone number bud it's 612-246-4614 that's 612-246-4614 call leave us a message leave us a what if leave us a smart remark Uh, we might play you on the podcast i think we're gonna have that be a a thing that we do 
And uh, and we're back. And today we're attacks. What 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 is the thing that we do today, Mason? What are we talking about? We're talking about what if a bear were to attack? What if you suffered an attack at the paws of a bear? At the paws of a bear. Paws and mouth of a bear. It would be a it would be a pretty big bummer from not, like not everything I've been able to gather. What would you do? But how how does this happen? I mean, yeah. How does one? find themselves in a situation where they do get attacked by a bear and what can one do if this happens? Yeah. So quick story, mm-hmm. please in Denali, which I believe is where Glenn was attacked. That's correct. As far as my limited amount of research in the last they hour. actually post signs that tell you what to do. If you see a bear mm-hmm. and um, Shit what your pants, what sort of distances you should keep, sure. keep from bears. Sure. They recommend being no closer than 1000 feet away from bears. That's a half a mile. Yep. Uh, or not no, exactly. But that's but, not good math, but it's close to half a mile. <laughs> nah, a mile's, nah, not really. A mile's 2,600 feet. No, it's not. It's 5,280. A mile's five thousand two hundred eighty feet. <laughs> it's what's like 2, almost twenty percent of a mile. Wait, what's what's? It t- doesn't matter at all. <laughs> they recommend you stay about a thousand feet away from bears. All right. What do you if say? Uh, what he said, if being attacked by a bear, they recommend playing dead. Isn't it? If, that, that's well, just for grizzlies, right? This is specifically grizzlies, yes. Right. Um, because I think that's primarily what type the there one. are there. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you're being attacked by a bear, play dead. If the bear starts, this is literally what it says on the sign. If the bear starts eating you, fight back. I don't know where you draw the distinction between being attacked and being eaten. Right. Like if it's paws only, mm-hmm. just chill. Sure. If teeth start being involved, punch I, it. Like I don't, I don't know how you begin to fight back against a grizzly either. Right. That thing weighs 10 times as much as me. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm just out of luck. Most of everything that I've seen is basically like, preventative measures it's like basically stay like the fuck away say the fuck away or if you if you even get in this like the sight line I mean, of a bear you should be as big and loud as humanly possible and like try to scare them away and yeah. like never run you're supposed to like walk backwards while continuing to be like big and loud they say if you have a jacket you should like spread it out and hold it above your head and like wave it back and forth as you are loud and moving back because it makes Bears you appear bigger people mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is. It's supposed to like make you appear visually more like wide and substantive to a bear, which granted I know it's fake as balls, but any mm. port in storm, right? If there's a bear that's looking at you, like fucking act like a lunatic if you need to. Mm. Um bears don't eat crazy people. I, I also mean, good to know what what th- things that you might consider logical to do in that situation are actually the cause of many people's injuries when they've encountered bears. Totally. Like bears can run. Bears no, can, don't run. Bears can climb trees instantaneously. Bears can huff up trees like in seconds. One of the bears one, can swim. That yeah. is another misconception. Totally. People will jump yeah, in, run lakes, in the water try. and they will drown your fucking ass they and eat you on the shore swim really fast. One thing I saw was that grizzly bears at peak speed, which they can't, obviously it's like similar to, well, they're not similar to cheetahs, but like in the same way that like cheetahs can, Cheese can run fast, but not for a long period of time. Grizzly bears, they can clock at 30 miles per hour for up to like 20 to 45 seconds. Oh, thank you. Like right. that thing can, can hoof it if right. it needs to. And if you start running, like you're not winning that what's, anytime. What's the average speed of like a human running sprint? I don't even know, like but it's way less than that. It's half super that, less than that. Like yeah. Half that probably. I mean, you're yeah, not, you're not making it. No, you're not making it out the other side of that. Unless you have a slow friend, you're not. 
So, so to that, so to that end, um, there is an amazing, uh, there's an amazing campaign that the national park service did, uh, this year, actually, it's the hundredth birthday of the national park service. Let's give them like a very shout out to parks, slow round of applause. But what they did, and this is, I, th- I don't know if this is specifically related to Yellowstone or if it's just related to like any national park as it relates to bears. And the fact that there are bears in national parks, as right. there obviously would and should be. But it's called the A Bear Doesn't Care campaign. Whoa. <laughs> and it's pretty solid. It well, it is, and, and and we'll link to this in the show notes. Um, but it's a series of posters that uh they have put forth, and they're all related to the things that bears don't care about. <laughs> bears don't transatlantic give a fuck. trade. Uh Yes, th- those things, but more more specifically, uh, a bear doesn't care if you're just fishing. What does that mean? It's a picture of a fisherman who's fishing. These are they're they're, like, I, they're I trying say, to get inside of the minds of people who are in parks. I would say necessarily a bear cares that you're fishing. Well, maybe you're eating his fish. Yeah, if you've caught a fish, a bear cares. Yeah, I mean, you might even call that a care bear. Or you might not, you motherfucker. <laughs> you might just like, oh, not. you motherfucker. <laughs> um, but it, but I mean, literally, it's it's this poster, and it's a guy who just appears to be fly fishing, and it just says, "A bear doesn't care if you're just fishing. Carry bear spray. Know how to use it. Be alert. Make care, noise. Care Hiking groups. Do not run. Is Those it, are all is, of the. Is this suggesting are, that that a, a a fly fisherman might think to themselves? I would I'm normally just be worried about a bear attack. Dude, chill. I'm just fishing. But I'm fishing. I'm fishing, dude. So I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. immune because yes. I'm fishing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Kind of yes. I'm collecting the thing that bears mm-hmm. love to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and fishing would be so much weirder if you called it fish collecting. <laughs> fish collecting. <laughs> That's true. It's like a Pokemon trainer. That's very true. Also, don't play Pokemon Go in Denali. Yeah, well... I, I would aware. imagine that's not a thing that exists. Carry Pokeballs with not. actual Pokeballs with you if you're hiking <laughs> yeah. in Denali. Yeah, and try. Try hard as you can. So, But the, but it gets weirder. The campaign gets weirder. Go on. A bear doesn't care if you just took its picture. And it's a picture of a photographer in a, in a, in a national park. And it's just so like, they're just trying <laughs> to carry bear spray, know how to use it, be alert, make noise, hiking groups, do not run. So they're just trying to tell you like how to not get eaten by bears. I mean, and they could only think of one word that rhymed with bear, and then they just didn't workshop this at all. A bear doesn't care if you painted its picture, and it's like what? a woman who was painting in the parks. Who this is like a this is like a national national park service thing. A bear doesn't care how old you are. A bear doesn't care if you've atta- been attacked before. Featuring bear attack survivor Jeff Brown, a dude who was actually attacked by a bear, is in is featured in one of these posters. And it says a bear doesn't care if you've been attacked by a bear before. And this dude is just like chilling in a backpack, showing off his motherfucking bear attack scars, being like, hey, guys, just because you've been attacked by a bear once doesn't mean you won't get attacked by a bear again. And he's like rolling up his sleeve to show his bicep scars from a bear attack. I don't understand who this is targeted to. Who are these people who think that these things are make them immune from like, hey, I painted a bear, therefore I won't I'm, get attacked. I'm, I won't get attacked. I'm I, down with the bears now. It's cool. I painted one. I think, I think the, I, I, and like, granted, I don't think it's a smart thing, but I think what they're doing is they're saying, like, it doesn't matter. You could get attacked by a bear, no matter what you're doing or where you are or bear who you are. Bear doesn't care how much money but you spend. That's, not, that's not helpful information because I think people that, like, yeah, obviously. 
Like what the, uh, the, the helpful information is what to do if you are around bears. Well, and which is kind yeah. of what they're closing everything with. It's carry bear spray, know how to use it, be alert, make noise, always hike in groups, and do not run. So like, uh, so like one of the things that, and that's like at the bottom of each. Of I these. feel like but those still, are all, yeah. The precursor th- these are, is weird. These are also kind of like like reactionary, where it's like there's like carry a bear spray, but there's also things you can do to make sure that you don't encounter bears. Before you encounter a bear, but the, like for instance, if you if you are catching fish in a place where you know there are bears, yeah, cook your fish w- near where you caught it. Do not bring it back to your campsite. That's real. Cook it so because fish because bears can smell the the smell of cooking fish like mm-hmm. a mile away. Yep. So if you if you catch a fish by the river, cook it by the river, eat it, wash your fucking hands. Yep. And then go back to your campsite. Do not bring cooked fish back to your campsite. Totally. Bring a bear bag. Hide all your food. Hang, hang it up in a tree. Right. Hang your trash up in a tree. Right. You know. One of the big ones I saw was that um, apparently a lot of people have been attacked by bears when they're hunting for other animals. And what they do is like they're in a group of hunters and they kill an animal that they're intending to hunt. But they don't. They're like, we're going to collect our hunting stuff. Once everyone's gotten their tag. So they, and the bears like, thanks. So they mark the location. Exactly. They mark the location. Mm. They're like, cool, we're going to be back in 30. They go find their homie. They collect the group. They go back to where they had the bear that, or not the bear. They go back to the deer or the antelope or the caribou or whatever the fuck they just killed. Like, it's like, it's like how to attract bears one on one. Yeah, exactly. Like leave carcasses. Stack up exactly. a bunch of dead animals yeah. that bears like that to eat. They want to eat. <laughs> and Do then, their work for them. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so to that end, so there have only been, which only again is a relative term. There have been 18 fatal bear attacks in North America since 2010. Hmm. So we're looking at about uh, is this, six is this years data from like right now. Yes. From right, right now. So t- to currently there have been as recently as I think one of the most recent ones was literally like a month ago, not but there have been 18 fatal bear attacks in 2010. What that doesn't account for is the amount that aren't fatal. Right. Dudes yeah. like Glenn who right. were basically changed forever and got their faces ripped off by bears. Right. Does it give you total number of bear attacks? Dying. They didn't, and I couldn't find it. And again, okay. we gave you contact info. Hit us up if anybody knows it. But I would love to know that because I wanted to know. I was And like, also bear encounters. You right. Know, my, my right. friend Tara literally last week was just biking in in Oregon somewhere and, and came up against a bear. Yeah. Saw a bear and I had to bike the other way really fast. Yeah. And like, what's the um, percentage? That's what I would really love to know is what's the percentage of people who either just have like a, I saw a bear, bear saw me versus bear charged me versus bear attacked me versus mm-hmm. bear killed me. Like, I want to know what that number is. Cause I have no idea. And have I you, wasn't have able to find ever, it. Have you ever seen a bear? No. And it sounds awful. I haven't either. It I sounds saw, awful. When my family and I used to go camping at this place called, Little bass in Lake Michigan, uh, Actually, in Michigan. I take that back. I have, and we, my mom used to drive this big, um, uh, black Ford Explorer. Okay, and we had a a black bear follow the Ford Explorer around Whoa. for like an hour. Did like you we, think it was a bear? That's kind of what we thought, but I also think maybe that's like kind of insulting to animals. <laughs> bear, bears are pretty smart, are they? Yeah. Not? Like, I mean, yeah, this looks like my mom. <laughs> no, I don't. Th- I feel like they knew it was something different. They just smelled that there were people inside and they were like, hmm. And or food or and whatever. Food or yeah. Just like, that's a weird thing. It's not usually here. A bear just days. had its equivalent of a UFO encounter. Yeah, right. But it followed us around for a long time. That's crazy. It had like a pink collar on it. I think it, was, it must have been tagged or something. Oh, well, that's a thing. Just yeah. a stylish bear. Yeah, very exactly. yeah. Swagging. <laughs> Swagging. So speaking, okay, so speaking of being followed by black bears 
or encountering black bears of any kind. This is the bear attack story that I wanted to tell. And it's only, it's not, first of all, this woman didn't die, which is great. Super glad for her. Nice work. Um, nice work. Way to be like Glenn and not die. Still really, really terrible situation. And it's the circumstance of this bear attack that bummed me out more intensely. And it's also partially because this was super, super recent. So this was from June 21st of this year. So yeah. pretty recent. Turns and out again, bears still exist. Turns out, turns out bears are still <laughs> it's all happening in real time. Still hitting up people yeah. if if they want to. Um, so this woman, Karen Williams, I mean, I can't even bury the lead. <laughs> She's in New Mexico. I can't even bury. Yeah, you said it. The lead. <laughs> I didn't even mean to, and I'm mad that I did. We're just we're just in the zone. I bear can't now. <laughs> bury the lead. Um, Karen Williams is in Albuquerque. And she's running a marathon. Oh, no. And the marathon in Albuquerque. But like on a road? Through the desert, like on a road through the desert. Okay. And it's apparently like brutally hot. Already sounds like a bad idea. Well, I mean, you're in Albuquerque, New Mexico in June, so it's already going to be brutally hot. And yeah, absolutely. It sounds like a horrible idea. She is 23 miles into her marathon. When she crests a hill and sees a black bear and two baby bears and the mama bear immediately uphill charges her and starts mauling her. Wait, 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 wait. Is she the only one running this marathon? How are there not more people around? So not a ton of people on the, I, I asked the same question actually. Not a ton of people in the marathon as a whole. It wasn't like a super popular marathon in Albuquerque. Because it was in the desert. Because it June. was in the desert in June in in New Mexico. Turns out it was really just her. Also, also she's uh, an older woman. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge her because I couldn't she, run she the was, first three little, miles of a, a marathon. Behind. She was she was at the very end of things. She'd been running for about five hours at this point. Okay. So most most like. I don't, she was, I, she had gotten away from the the rest of the the pack, pack was a little bit ahead of her. There okay. were still people that were behind her. They say that there was still like you know, and I suppose later in the race, people are gonna separate spread from out one in general. Yeah. Sure, yeah. okay. So she's 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 basically dolo and comes over this hill and uh and basically gets char- charged and mauled by a bear after the attack that she survived. She said that the bear quote had a mean left hook. After fracturing her right eye socket, Damn. ripping off her eyelid, yep. but her injuries miraculously were not life-threatening. So she survived that motherfucker. So she tried to look around. Sorry, just really quickly. She's a resident of Los Alamos. She says, I tried to look around, but was having trouble seeing much, which I would imagine yeah. would happen after a bear yeah. balls your fucking face. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to sit up, but was nauseated and my arms didn't seem to work right. Also, (laughs) also, also, let's keep it real. After 23 miles of running anything, probably nothing in in you at all works right. And then to get attacked by a bear, like what's worse in the world than running a marathon and being 23 miles deep and being like, then instantly realizing you're back in the food chain. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you're just going to get mauled. Yeah. It's going to go down. So what? Why did the bear stop? Um, it, it seems Just, like it seems like when she crested the hill, there was a like a bear and its two cubs that had wandered sort of into the path. No, but like, did the Why bear did, did someone stop like mauling her? Yeah, did, did someone else come along? And it like, doesn't really say. Probably it, it probably just felt like 
it's it's it wanted to disable her and it to, had and yeah it did. right right um, and it, you know if if it wasn't hungry or whatever it just probably wanted to protect, protect it yeah it says it says that so the other crazy thing though is apparently what happened is she tried to fight back and stay aware of her surroundings but apparently after she did that she did try to stay play dead and an official in the area said that it's very rare for the person to play dead and for it to work out. The idea is to be as big as you can. So apparently I think like, that's true for, for, for black bears. Yeah. yeah. So apparently she tried to like, she tried to fight back initially and then tried to play dead and then the bears left. Okay. But apparently that is no, that is not exactly not like the, the best thing you want to do. Like you want to stay upright and be as big and as scary and intimidating as possible. Also, I've heard if, if a, this is also like me talking in it, from relative safety in a room where there's no possibility of bears ever being here. Sure. But I've heard that black bears are known to do bluff charges. Yeah. Which is oh. if, if they run at you, stand your ground and yell at it because if it's you, just trying to scare you off. Exactly. And, and it'll it, run away. And if you don't move, it'll be like, Oh, this is a hard motherfucker. I'm not going to turn. Yeah. yeah. You know? um, but, but it's impossible. To, I mean, it's, it's, we don't have to deal with most humans on the planet. Don't right. have to deal with the notion that you could be eaten. Yeah, this is a real. This is like yes. the basis of our fears. I mean, if you think about all of the horror movies and horror novels and sca- mm-hmm. ghost stories and scary feelings you have when you're running upstairs from your basement at night, or right. or like looking into a dark corner of a closet, like mm-hmm. all Some of like these deeply fears. instinctual shit. Right, yeah. all of this shit that has that has driven us to write about. Um, thing like like external like aliens and ghosts and shit because we don't have to deal with predators anymore. We've like assigned it to vampires and ghosts and all these other things, right? You know, or sometimes other humans. But the the basis of this comes from having to look over your shoulder for things like lions and bears. Oh my, you know. And it's it's this like bizarre thing where we 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 realize instantly with sharks too. It's the same kind of yeah yeah situation. It's like how could you even imagine? What? How could you have the the frame of mind to to think to myself like, what was that WikiHow article? Oh, punching <laughs> in the eye socket. That's right. You know, like your yeah. your mind takes a back seat. Totally. So, there, so there's really, no way if a bear is charging at me, my first thought is to be like, yeah, what? I'm gonna get big. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna get big yeah. and really like puff my chest out and get swollen. Hell, which, is, which is why it probably bear. feels I'm really shit good. Shit my pants and then try and run. Totally. Which is why it feels good to have a canister of bear spray because even if it's not effective. It will at least make you feel like you have something you can do. I did the right thing, right? right. Yeah. Or like a four gauge shotgun. And know? apparently, and apparently, and and that's why I think why I like the National Parks poster series. Like the number one recommendation they had was have bear spray, know how to use it. Because, like they weren't like yeah. clack sticks together and yell like a lunatic. They're like fucking have bear spray. That's the best <laughs> chance you have of surviving. Right. Well, because it, you know, the the fear is is so real, dude. I mean, even like I I might sound like like a little bit of a pansy saying this, but my, one of my first experiences being like really deep in the boundary waters, which is a, a big um, protected wilderness area up North in Minnesota and goes into Quetico in Canada. Um, one, of, one of my first experiences being like really deep into it where you're out of cell range, right? There's no other people around right. mostly. And the first night that you're up there and all I could think about was like bear, 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 bear. Yeah, oh my and God. Every hike we took were Hey bear, Hey bear. We're cl- yeah. clanging stuff together. You know, but the first night sleeping in that tent, every noise you hear is a bear. Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. Oh like my it, god! I it can't does imagine. something to your mind to like remind you 
you're a guest. Mm-hmm. You just here. instantly went back like a hundred thousand years. Absolutely, right. and yeah. and the, it's always there. Like it's like I said, it's there when you're running up the stairs in your basement, but it doesn't have any like basis in reality, which is why we have to think about ghosts and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But w- when you're out there, like a squirrel walking around outside your tent is like bear. Yeah, that's a bear. Yeah, like it does something so irrational to your mind that you just have to be like terrified until you pass out. You know, (laughs) well, and there's no other distraction from it either. Right. I think that's why people used to have big bonfires and sing and dance and, you know, just like fight the night away. It's like, you you had to just like make a ton of noise. I don't know. And distract yourself from it too. Right. right? And you're creating an unappealing energy for them to come eat your ass. Right. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know how, what the strategies are for dealing with like lions. You know, like in in the plains, like where our species come from. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't. Yes, yeah. Avoid yeah. doing that. Close to bears, almost don't. Uh-huh. You're listening to the What If podcast. One more time. I am Ryan Koprud. I'm Spencer Worth Davis. We're and here I am with Eric Mason. We are here with Eric Mason. Uh, we're gonna take one more quick break, and we're gonna come back and wrap things up. And uh, see you then. Bear with us. back with the what if podcast i am ryan Copperud. i'm spencer worth davis i'm eric mason we are here with eric mason eric mason uh as we conclude episodes of the what if podcast we like to have uh one more final what if question that we can ponder that is aside from the beautiful and terrifying and horrifying world of bears world of bears and bear attacks <laughs> so let's uh let's close that book and and briefly open one more uh, do you have a question for us a what if question that we can all play with to uh, to wrap things up today what if you pooped out cotton candy <laughs> uh, <laughs> a that sounds that sounds painful you think that'd be painful <laughs> i don't i haven't touched cotton candy in a long time it doesn't it's seem like, painful sometimes pooping is painful but but I think but, sure. wait, but cotton is like soft and pliable and no, like, it's not, I don't, it's it's not, not cotton. actually cotton. Well, no, but I'm just saying like it's called <laughs> cotton candy because it emulates a lot of those similar yeah, characteristics. But it's also it's soft sugar and, and it's grainy and, and it's true. not actually that soft. But okay, if, but if you, you have to wash your butt I guess, every time. I guess the question is. Is this, is this like a, you go to poop normal poop and cotton candy comes out? Yeah, that or is. Or is this like we've evolved to poop out cotton candy? I guess my question is like, yeah, like if I so if I go eat a bunch of McDonald's and then I go to the bathroom later and like evacuate a bunch of cotton candy, <laughs> is that what is that made of? Is uh-huh. it just purely? Let, let's say for the sake of argument, it is cotton candy. It is what we know as cotton candy. Okay, so there's there's no has difference this, between the cotton candy that I get at the state fair. Nope. Has this always been the case, or is this just like suddenly happened one day? I think you can entertain both thoughts. So like, because we we would have evolved without bathrooms if it were the other way, or would it just be? Wait, is there a parallel universe somewhere where people shit out cotton candy and people at state fairs eat feces on a stick? <laughs> That's possible. Wait, when you okay? So because when, because then the because the whole idea behind disgust, you know, is that it's all based in like what our ideas. We're about. not supposed to eat that because it'll kill us. Exactly yeah. right. But if you if you 
pooped out cotton candy. If if cotton candy was your feces and we it, and it always had been, right, we probably would train ourselves to think that that was disgusting. You would never want to eat that. Yeah. Right? So I think in that case, the only thing that would change would be you'd have to wash your butt every time you pooped. I mean, we kind of do, or we try to. Okay, Wait, but, no, but like, if your butt is covered in like wet sugar. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so then, so then, so yeah, then, yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess it's not that not much grosser than like what poop is. Poop already. Poop. Okay, so so there's one reality of you've always pooped out cotton candy, but where's what about the other one where you go to poop normal poop? Is does this happen to everyone, or is it like just me? Just you. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out, time out. That's my real question. So when you say, what if you pooped out cotton candy? You're saying that like, hypothetically, I wake up tomorrow morning and I start pooping cotton candy, but no one else is pooping cotton candy. Sure. And the cotton candy that I poop is... Like real, real cotton candy, real cotton candy. Yeah. I have a business well, tomorrow. I open a business tomorrow night, fam. Uh-huh. The FDA is going to come after uh, you for that. I think oh, I, well, 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 we'll take that to court. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Hold on though, because you're going to go to the bathroom. You're going to sit down in the toilet. Yes. You're going to think what you, you're going to take what you think is a, a fairly normal deuce. Yes. You're going to look down the toilet and not see anything. Because the sugar is going to hit the water. Yeah. And but let's say you, you you feel something different. and you, you Yeah, but you're still going to look to confirm it. And there's you're going to have to like somehow watch yourself I, actually poop. I, I was going to say, I think I think on the way out, this is getting gross. I think, I'm, well, it's <laughs> getting? my fault. It's, been, it's yeah. my fault. Getting? I think on the way out, you'd notice something feels different. You'd probably like look or stand up or something. Yeah. And you'd pull out. Wait, I've, I, should, should I, we run I, back into a different question? No, <laughs> no, you, this is done, man. This is done. This I think is I'm the going canon. straight to the ER. This is in the canon. That's that's the right answer. I'm I going think. straight to the emergency uh-huh. room. Yeah, someone, either, someone either, help me. Either you, who is concerned with your health, you're going to the ER, or Ryan, you're going to I'm the fucking a business. bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. probably going to the bank. Who made? I'm literally cotton selling candy this doesn't shit. make money in the first place. <laughs> No one has ever gotten rich selling cotton candy. But I'm. Huh? But what I'm saying is, my butt is printing more money than it was yesterday. At right. one bag co- a day, right? You can make no, two dollars oh, a day. I, oh, I can eat a lot of food, my yeah, man. Yeah, but here's I the thing: a lot of food. There's no and food costs money. You're you. This is a horrible business model. <laughs> That's true. You do have to pay money to to create food. <laughs> this is not just like um like energy still has to go in. But everybody has to spend money on food. But he's saying he would eat more to produce more cotton candy. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I guess cotton so. candy I, would take like 10 cents to make it's sugar and heat, but there's the machines you have to buy and maintain. Yeah, and this is why cotton candy is not a profitable business. Well, it's no it one really likes it. It's because it doesn't come out of your ass. <laughs> if it came out of your ass naturally, askcandy.com, you wouldn't have to spend any of that money. <laughs> Jesus. I, I think that's enough of that. That one. is, that is plenty. I apologize. Plenty of, plenty of candy, candy poop for yeah. today. Uh, <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in uh, one more time. If you want to get in touch with us, hi at whatifpodcast.com. You can also find us on the interwebs at whatifpodcast.com. And uh, and if you are so inclined and you want to uh, give us a quick call, leave us a message, suggest a episode, suggest a guest, talk uh, about any of butt that. Candy. Talk about butt candy. Uh, <laughs> we, we obviously do that now. So you can also do that with us at 612 612- Two four six four six one four. Give us a call. Leave us a message, and uh, and we're, we'll, we might play uh, we might play your voice on the show. Uh, thanks so much for everyone tuning in one last time. This has been the What If Podcast. I'm Ryan Copperud. I'm Spencer Worth Davis. I'm Eric Mason. Have a good week. 
Love you, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the What If podcast. For show notes, transcripts, and links from today's episodes, visit whatifpodcast.com.